Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Episode number 51, Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. My name is Ian. This is Kevin with his lovely background vocals. Uh, Ryan the Beard is here. Yo, yo, yo. And we're joined for the first time in, in far too long. In uh, ages. By our buddy Travis the Virus. Hello, Metal Shop. Travis, what virus will you be spreading to us today? The vi- the, the virus of metal. The Hunter virus. The one you can't kill with Lysol. Yes, the metal uh, virus will infect you. And I'm talking about your prison boyfriend, Lysol. And kill all <laughs> of your shitty <laughs> music. Uh-oh. Uh, it's good to be back, fellas. Episode 51, we got over the hump. The 50 hump. Yeah, man. Now we're like... You bang a 50-year-old and you feel great. Past middle age. What are we? What kind of car are we buying, guys? A fucking Cadillac boat. Something big and loud and flashy that's horrible for the environment. A, a white Cadillac. A miracle whip. Uh, it's got to have white rim tires. It's got to like resemble on the a large penis. Like uh, a Porsche. Right? Because the older you get, the less your penis works, so you got to like represent it in other ways. Exactly. Like a big-ass car. Corvette. Yes. Take out people's knees. Well, you guys all have a good week. Yeah, man. No complaints. It's been eventful. Been uh, a lot going on. Uh, you know, we've got Travis here because he's going to be doing his viral rant. Yep. I want to talk about something that I just experienced on my way into the station today. I, was, I stopped and got a sandwich at a sandwich place that we probably are all familiar with. A very large national chain, of which I do not know whether we use them in our radio station affiliations in some way. So I'll leave it nameless. What's up, Jared? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I go in there, and I notice that the uh, the price of a foot-long sandwich uh, is nine bucks now. Mm-hmm. What? Nine bucks for, uh, for, like, a club sandwich, which I think is f***ing crazy because, like, they use, you know, they do $5 foot-longs all the time. And so it's weird. I, I as I walked in and I'm like, dude, what's with the nine dollars? They're like, yeah, that's kind of new. I'm like, what? Why? Why are you doing that? And the the owner happened to be standing, like walked in behind me mm-hmm. in the door of the establishment, and he took it upon himself to be like, well, you know, they're raising minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour soon, so we have to make up for the for it in the prices. So I turned to the guy who was standing there and I was like, do you make fifteen dollars an hour? And he just shook his head, no. And I was like. Then what the fuck are you talking about? Like why why are you doing that now? It's uh it it just pissed me off that like a huge national corporation and I know they're independently owned but they're just passing on that extra uh, cost directly to you if you want to eat there. They're just like sidestepping the entire thing and like instead of just paying employees a fucking living wage like you should in the first place. Yeah. They're just like, "Well, not our problem. Give us $9 for a sandwich." So I don't know. I guess everything's maybe just catching up with inflation the way it should have, but uh, f- that just had to get that off my chest. Yeah, I get it off your chest. And it's I... not just the sandwich thing. It's like a representation of like what big corporations and like companies are gonna do. Every everything's gonna go up in price, so it's all gonna backfire on all of us, kind of. Man, if I'm gonna pay nine bucks for a sandwich, I'm going to like the Honey Hole or something. Right. Like that. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I would only go to that particular establishment because I can pay five bucks for a 
big ass sandwich. Right. And so instead of me being a dick, I guess I was kind of a dick. But instead of me being like you overtly a dick, dick. I uh, I was just like, all right, I'm I'm not coming back in here. Like yeah. I'll you know I'll get the sandwich that I just ordered, and and enjoy it. But I'm not I'm not coming back, because Honey Hole is right up the street. It's closer actually, so I'm just gonna go there next week and from here on out. Or you Fair get enough. a burger from Woody's. Yeah, for exactly. even cheaper. Yeah, so no more of that, which is probably good for me anyway. Yeah, support the local spots. Yeah. I feel it. Actually, because of the new law, I, I my jo- my day job didn't bump me up to fifteen, but they did bump me up uh, more than I have it, I, and all the time I'd been working there. Wow, that's yeah. good. That's nice. Yeah. I'm not I mean, gonna say uh, exactly how much, but uh, it's going to take seven years for them to implement that anyway, which is where minimum wage would have taken us. It's really going to be seven years. Yeah. Is that what they're saying? I think so. Oh, yeah. wow. Five at the least. Interesting. So yeah. Hooray! Nine dollar sandwich, five f-ing years from now. Dude, that that totally what screws the f- up the rhyme. You it'll can't be, even sing that nine. It'll be nine dollar <laughs> footlong. It'll be ten next year, and then eleven, and then right. they'll be, have by the time fifteen dollars uh, minimum wage comes around, it'll be a fifteen dollar sub. You'll just be paying for one hour of their work. Right. But, I thought the point of places like that was you work. could get food fast, but not have to pay a whole lot for it. I mean, I got a foot-long sandwich. I didn't have to. Well, I could have gotten, you know, that just a, you know, a f***ing six-inch sandwich from f***ing has been proven, I mean, well, do, do, do you <laughs> from feel- that place has been proven to not be even six inches long. Well, do you feel like the, the guy who is making the sandwich deserves $15 an hour? F- no, because he didn't give a shit about any of it. He was like, in fact, it was the worst. I had to sit there and be like, seriously, several times, like, can I get some lettuce on there? And he's just like sprinkles it. Hey, can I can I get some lettuce on my fucking sandwich, dude? Come on! It's like the cheapest thing on the whole fucking salad bar. I don't know. I what the? Sh- either the world's getting really fucking dumb, or I'm turning into that cranky ass old guy, which I think is probably a little bit of both. I could see you turning into a cranky. ass It's old definitely guy. a little bit of both, dude. I can't even drive down the fucking street without just being like. These seriously, <laughs> well, people are idiots, man. I yeah. mean, it, it's Everywhere getting worse I go. with the warm weather, and it's made it's made it to the point where I don't like leaving my house at all. These fucking children. <laughs> I just sit at home. I'm like, I got cable and internet. I'm not leaving. I got shit in the freezer and an oven. There's 24 hour grocery stores, which means that you can go shopping for food at three o'clock in the morning and not have to see most of those right. idiots. Or I can just go That's to. That's what I do. Or I can just buy my groceries online and have it come to my front door, and I can buy all my music online. I can buy everything that I want online. Because fuck you. I'm Ian. Cranky Ian. Cranky old Ian. Well, anyway, sorry. That's Ian's viral <laughs> rant. My bad. No, that was good, man. Uh, what's up with the rest of you guys this week? Any any on your minds? Any cool or weird and fucking lame experiences that you've gone through? Yeah, nine Duck Dynasty comments on my beard in the last uh, week. Really? That's got to happen a lot to you. Dude, It well, I mean, I'm used to getting beard comments. And, and you if too, it, probably, if it, Travis. If it really bugged me that much, I'd shave the thing. But, you know, it's... Uh, you know that, that wouldn't be it, the reason you'd Well, do. if it if it really was a serious, you know, thing that really drove me nuts, then yeah. But, I mean, it's... Well, you don't dress in, like, camo and, like, suspender overalls and, like... No, You look no. like a normal... Dude, metalhead dude. So. But it, it just kind of got me thinking, and I realized walking up to a guy with a beard and initiating conversation with a complete stranger is the same as walking up to a blonde chick and being like, oh, hey, I noticed you have blonde hair. Have you seen that that movie Legally Blonde? That's that's freaking cool, right? That That's a thing. 
it's it's just be like yeah you're just being and exactly exactly it's it's you're being rude and it's just kind of a I was with where were we we were at like Target or some sh- yeah. and some lady comes up and like went out of her way to come up to you and be like you look like that guy in Duck Dynasty and you were just like thanks she <laughs> she just walked off yeah it is uh, cool it's like thanks for the random awkward interaction. I really like that guy's actually a piece of shit. So don't call me that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's kind of like you wouldn't walk up to a fat guy just be like, "Holy, you're fat as hell." Are you? uh, Have you seen that movie, The Clumps? Yeah. And the guy would be like, "Yeah, okay. Could could you off?" Hey, fatso, do you like Ralphie May? (laughs) It's just, it's just rude, man. I don't know. It's it's. I I feel All like right. the same thing happens to people with lots of tattoos. You know, people walking up and just touching their arms and shit just for yeah. Let me look at that. Do you feel like bitch? How about an elbow to the eye socket? Yeah, blood ow. Rude people, man. And on top of that, those ass on Duck Dynasty didn't even have beards until they were going to do that show. They did the deal for the show, and then the suits said, "Oh, you should grow beards and dress all backwards and because you have that be your thing." Stuff. Yeah. So they aren't even growing beards because they want beards. They're Those doing aren't it for even money. real beards, man. From 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 like they're they're real, they're not but bearding they're not. from they, the heart. They are not. They are not bearding from the heart. Well, I, I hate the, the root of that beard. hair doesn't end in your heart, cockles. Don't beard for profit. He said cockles. cockles. I like my beard. Nobody pays me for it. Ryan, nobody pays you for your beard, correct? I actually I tried to get paid for I was going to say I tried, you guys you should, did. Uh, no, I tried to do beard advertising. They they pay you uh 5 bucks a month and you put a little sign in your beard for whatever business what? or establishment. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, apparently my beard wasn't big enough to do it. Wow. Well, when it is, oh. just make it a cool establishment. There's got to be like for, some uh, like com- like Cabela's or like some weird outdoorsy fucking company that needs no. uh models well, to the, the wear list of their, their for beard advertising, it was like Red Bull and Dairy Queen and like all these like Ew. random. What shit. I think yeah, of when enjoy I enjoy your of blizzard beard. with this beard. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. yeah, it should be like comb companies. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys need like oil, you know, the beard oil thing. Like, uh, get in on some fucking organic uh, beard uh, a, a company oil. just uh, just asked me for my address to send me a sample for beard oil. Are you serious? Yeah, wow. yeah, I'm pretty jazzed about so you could be like, it. Some dude hit me up on Instagram. Ooh, do you post uh, like selfies of your beard? Beard selfies? You look like a hundred. Really. I I never post to Instagram. It's usually like it's usually blurry show pictures and random. As both of your guys' crap. beards get gray, you're gonna look like a hundred year old grandma's vagina. <laughs> nice. Just wrong. Mm, with bad breath in the morning, it'd be even worse. And how do you know what that looks like, like exactly? Like hey, a grilled man, cheese. I've seen things, Travis. I, I guess you have. I've seen things. Well, gentlemen. Grannyporn.com. <laughs> yeah, Kevin already knows. He introduced me and myself. Pee- All right. PeeWeesPervertedPlayhouse.com. Now that we've found out what kind of sick that we're all into, let's talk about some metal news this week. There's a lot, dude, a lot that's gone on in the last week or so. I guess the first story we're going to talk about, not really metal, still totally worth talking about. And that is Hassel and the Hoff. David Hasselhoff oh, yeah. has produced a music video for True Survivor, and it's super coke uh, influenced. <laughs> it appears very '80s, very insane, and very David Hasselhoff. Hey, got a permit for those guns? I've got your permit right here. Oh. 
Wow. Hermit denied. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's like Knight Rider. I'm just going to skip ahead into what I'm assuming is a song. Oh my god. He's playing NES games with the Power Glove. <laughs> this is awesome. Push it to the limit. <laughs> oh, the uh, power glove. This is great, dude. Yeah, I okay. feel like we're going to get sued if we play that. So. Okay, so dude, that song kicks ass. Th this gets even better. It's not just a song. It's uh, The song is a trailer for this movie that these guys are making, and it's just two random normal guys that decided we're going to make an 80s throwback action movie. It looks badass. And the plot, basic plot of the movie is this cop travels back in time to kill Hitler, but he overshoots and goes into the prehistoric times, and he meets a cave woman that rides on the back of a T-Rex and what? has a giant machine gun. Oh, I'm seeing that. So he brings her back to help <laughs> fight the Nazis, where he meets Hell like a yeah. karate kid. Yeah, it's oh, off. Kung Fury. So anyway, they, yeah, uh, it's called yeah, yeah, Kung Fury. Yeah. So they put out a Kickstarter for it, and it gained all this steam because of that awesome music video. And Elijah Wood immediately saw the thing, was like, "Here's ten grand. I want to see this happen." That's awesome. Cool. Just right off the bat, so need more all people the, to do that. And there, yeah, he's they, like, "I'm rich as f what am I going to do with ten grand? Well, Whatever." There, there's a whole ton of celebrities that are back in this thing and are getting involved with it. So it looks like it's actually turning into a big awesome thing with rad actors. And How yeah. much does it suck that that's already stuck in my head? <laughs> True <laughs> Survivor! Yeah. They've already it's raised... for 15 fucking seconds! They've already raised $630,000. Damn! Alright. Uh, that's not enough for like a big major, major motion picture, no, no, but, but it's yeah. enough to get some something done. It, it's enough to get that sweet music video well, out they're, there. They're doing a half hour long um, like mini movie thing out, oh, of okay. out of the whole concept oh, okay, okay, and they're okay. they're hoping to after they put that out they're hoping that that's going to launch them then some up studio will do, pick it up yeah. yeah yeah another bigger thing so just be like here's what we can do yeah so it's cool man it, what it, i can do it's kind of like grindhouse except with a lot more cocaine ah, and a lot more days and way more violence which is saying something yeah rad and the hoff is down and he's sober allegedly remember when he ate that burger Oh, that was great. <laughs> that video was really awkward, but I was like, dude, you're wasting a fucking burger. <laughs> it's all over the floor. Pick that shit up, you drunk ass. Uh, so last week, the uh, Metal Sucks podcast, shout out to those dudes, Chuck and Godless. They did a pretty cool interview with a dude from Exodus as well as Chuck Billy of Testament. So Steve Souza of Exodus was talking about his, you know, his day job. Metal... Here, here's a uh, little thing to to note if you're like an aspiring metal musician, you ain't gonna get for money, especially not now. Nope. So you Unless you better you're like super hustling. So go to trade school, kids. So this guy Steve Souza, he was a union carpenter and he was a foreman in the union for 21 years. He said he got kicked out of Exodus in '93, so he joined the union and uh, yeah, he made a really good living, probably doing better than he is in Exodus. But uh, yeah, because we remember talking about like the plumber that does the plumbing in your house is going to make five times more money a year than you ever will touring in the fucking van. Exactly. So he said that doors were his specialty. He Chuck would... Billy worked as a trucker. Yeah, he was a trucker. Chucky the truck and Chuck. That's cool, man. So I'm sure he did a lot of driving in the early days. Then for those guys, Chuck Billy's a rad dude. 
He said he only quit it like three or four years ago. Varg Vakarinus wrote another book. Why do we keep talking about this f***ing guy? not talk about this guy anymore? <laughs> um, Varg Vakarinus writes an RPG book, a mythic fantasy role-playing game, which I'm sure is just laced with all kinds of eugenically tinted racial bullshit. It's called the My Farag. White with... RPGs. Don't ever buy anything this guy does or support any of it. Basm. Varg. You guys like RPGs though, right? Hey, he kind of looks like Ryan. I, I do like oh, I do like tabletop RPGs. I'm just kidding. Man. <laughs> he kind of looks like Ryan. I'm just playing. He kind of looks like you if you could grow a beard. That's true. Uh, dude from Woods of Ypres, when he was alive, he looked yeah, a lot yeah. like... Like the nice, neat comb-over haircuts. Yep. Varg is bald now. Yeah, so. that's true. Uh, Peter Steele died five years ago this last week. Rest in peace, <clears throat> man. I remember when we were doing Metal Shop for the, like, uh... That was one of the first big news things that happened. Yeah, I remember when Dio died, and then when Peter Steele died, it was pretty much, like, back-to-back. -back. Right. It was terrible. Peter Steele, take a take out in his issue of Penthouse in remembrance. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to your wang, sir. Impressive package. Is a large one. Mayhem Fest got confirmed. Yeah, Sweet. and it's exactly like what we were talking about. Yep. But now it's official. So the official lineup this year is Slayer, King Diamond, Hell Yeah, Devil Wars Prada, Whitechapel, Thy Art is Murder, Jungle Rot, Sister Sin, Sworn In, Shattered Sun, Feeder to the Sharks, Code Orange, and Kissing Candice. I want to fucking see Slayer and King Diamond. I want to see that's Code it. Orange. I want to see Code Orange. I want to see Jungle Rot. Jungle Rot, yeah, Whitechapel, Code Orange. Yeah. I don't know when this podcast is going to go up, Kevin, but as of right now, there's a 72-hour deal going on where you can get your early bird special tickets for 20 bucks flat. Sweet. Including all the fees and stuff, so just night, like a, a deucer. That's all you need. 20 bucks. Lay it down, and you can get in. See is that Slayer the long seats? Yeah, that's going to be GA. Yeah, um... I wouldn't be surprised if some of the like VIP and the pit stuff starts selling out. There's only like a uh, three fifty four hundred capacity for the pit there, so that little, huh? I, yeah, Whoa. I remember what I used to do back in the day when it was like Ozfest and things like that. Is I'd buy the general admission ticket and then I'd go to the booth where you can upgrade your ticket, and usually yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they only do like half <clears throat> price and stuff. It's a bit of a gamble, but it's always worth a shot. Right, and they always save tickets for that, specifically because they want to make the money off of it. Yeah, exactly. And which, you know, is worth it for everybody involved, really. Yeah, and but. you can usually save some bucks by doing that, too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, so Get in the pit, try and love someone. Speaking of not loving someone, Pat Robertson doesn't love kids who like metal. Oh, my God. Pat Robertson. What does Pat Robertson Jesus. like? The Literally, Jesus conservative Christ. Conservative Christian guy. He uh, was the on the 700, 700 Yeah, Club. he's been yep. on the 700 Club spouting off fucking bullshit like the BP oil spill for like 30 fucking years. So <laughs> he told a parent to smack her 11-year-old son for listening to music that talks about- I got the audio right here. The infection in here people. Check this out. Pat, this first one is from Marie, who says, My son is 11, and he's recently started listening to music that speaks of the beast within and the infection in people. Hell yeah. And it's almost come to the point of me giving up trying to parent him. Slipknot. He's constantly Sounds mean like and nasty strain. to us, and I worry for his soul. I'm not going to give up on him, and I know the Lord's going to save him, but what can I do to help him become a nicer person and the sweet little boy I miss so much. Well, i tell you what Sign you Marie. can do. Recognize he's going into puberty and he's got all those issues. I mean, I, I you know, so some psychiatrists say, oh, remember, he's got puberty issues. 
But it doesn't hurt to smack a little 11-year-old around a little bit and say, look, kid, I'm your parent. You behave. You're not going to listen to that garbage in my house. If you do, I'm going to tear it up and break those records. I'm not going to, or CDs or whatever. iPods, whatever. You know, yeah. iPod or however you <laughs> I mean, get that mess. So, I know yeah. he's only 11. He's just a little twerp and you make that little twerp behave he's your kid he's just a little boy yes, yes. removing privileges too because an 11 year old can't drive so they can't go anywhere yeah, well, without you, you do i don't know what do you what these are the kids that go off and shoot up thing, yeah there's about a lot of say. evil in the world and you have to protect kids from evil and 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 you've got to do it any way you want to he is the evil. little kids little boys i guess you act like you're a single woman and they'll take advantage of you because they figure if there was a man in the House. Everybody's just got well, their she head says in their hands. Constantly mean and nasty to us. And so. Well, us. Well, then daddy had better get in there. Little kid wouldn't do that with me, I promise you. Okay. Protect kids from Pat Robbins. Big Okay. All right. That explains a lot. Okay. Yeah, it does. What a dick. Daddy is home. Uh, smack children around, protect them from evil music. Pat, you're 110, okay? An 11-year-old could kick your just ass. Just kick you right in the nuts and just laugh while you have a f***ing heart attack and die. What a D-bag. Well, uh, moving on to things that don't suck, ha Halloween just, uh, released a new single, so that's pretty rad. Let's see what that Nuclear Blast. These guys around since 1985, dude. 30, what is that, 40 years now? 30 years? I can't Man, do math. No, I'm not 40, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been around since 85. Coming out May 29th. Yeah! All right, let's skip like 75% of the way in. Sounds like Metal Song. Dude, that's a cool album cover, too. The new record's called My God-Given Right. 30 Years of Halloween. There you go. So, they're still going. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it later, but it sounds better than the new Slayer song does. Uh, ooh. Is that... Ooh, that's a uh, rough area. No, that no, no, seriously, it is a rough area. Rough and area. That did hurt. All right. Yeah, the, the, the new let's single... Just, yeah, let's skip to that. The Slayer single that. That, that, that came out for Record Store Day of the new song, that was the first time Slayer ever released anything that I actively avoided. That I was like, no, I'm not going to buy that because I listened to it beforehand and, well... Are you talking about this song right here? Yes, I am. Uh, not so Implode, <clears throat> the new one about sickness or darkness. This or one's called When the Stillness Comes. The Stillness, yes. Sounds like something a high school band would come up with. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, yeah, that, as much as I hate to say. Uh, so they had this for sale. Yes, yes. It was, uh, 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 for Record Store Day, a picture 7-inch uh, picture disc with this song, and on the other side, it had a live version of the song Black Magic, which okay. I'm sure sounded cool. way cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> so, and last week we talked about how Jeff Hanneman's not on this record. There's no Hanneman playing on here. Yeah, originally Tom Arias said, yes, he's going to be on some of the record, but then Kerry King said, no, he's not. They made a big stink about it, yeah. <sighs> well, it's still going, and it's kind of just like, oh, they're okay. Okay, now. now there's a heavy riff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to kick in. 
now! Um, no, that's not a kick in. No! You guys. Now! I know I know Slayer songs with with quiet, slow intros. This part should be faster. Thing is, the, I'm, not, I'm gonna stop it now just because the whole rest of the song is like that. The whole thing. It just doesn't go anywhere. And so the idea that I'm thinking is that they just put out the slow the slow jam on the record as the first single okay. off of it. Which is the sexy track. Either dumb management, uh not planning ahead properly, or that's what the whole record sounds like. And that's the best one off it. Oof. If that sounded like the rest of the album, I'd be bummed. Do you, do you guys remember what the first song they released to the public from uh, uh, World Painted Blood was? Do you remember when they... Like, was that public display? It was Psychopathy Red. Oh. Yes. That song kicks ass. That song just punches you in the throat. It said, hey, there's a new Slayer album coming out. Here's a track. Pay attention. Boom. Yeah. yeah. But this, it's like, yeah, there's a new Slayer album coming out. It's got music on it, you know. Uh, I can listen. Slayer. <laughs> I can listen to it while I take a bath and smoke a cigarette. It's like, yeah, we're not going to have Hanneman's playing on it, even though we have it, but we're going to use that song. And we're not going to let Gary Holt uh, write anything on it, even though he, he kicks ass. He kicks ass, and he's pretty much a permanent member of the band now. And he's what? been writing awesome music for 30 years, too. That's another thing, yeah. Like, like the, the newer Exodus stuff is still really good. Yeah, it's absolutely. solid thrash and it's heavy and it's yeah. See, you already know. <sighs> All right, well, let's move on before somebody actually gets punched. Uh, Danzig's coming back to town. For those I dude, I know several girl friends of mine who have a weird like hard on for Danzig still, even old man creepy Danzig. Oh yeah. Uh, so Danzig's coming back. Uh, coming back with Pennywise and the Cancer Bats. Interesting. What? what? Yeah, Pennywise, Cancer Bats, and Danzig uh, on July twenty eighth at Showbox Soda. That's it's a, a tu- strange lineup. It's a Tuesday night. It'll be cool. It is strange. I'm down for Pennywise and Danzig. Yep. You like Pennywise, don't you, <laughs> Travis? I, I I like I like the older Pennywise. Back in uh, high school, they were one of those uh, newer punk bands that I could get into because, uh, you know, they were fast, they were punchy, and uh, and the guy's voice didn't sound like. And fat the guy's Mike. voice did not sound like Fat Mike. Yes, <laughs> and the music was about something. You know, a lot of the old Pennywise lyrics, like he could write off as like youthfully corny, what? but at least he was trying to say stuff instead don't of call fat, me why that's Fat don't Mike call just like me why. just like yeah, beer bong. Man, brothers, man, man. <laughs> I don't like no effects. I can tell. Um, Ghost Ship Octavius officially put out their record this last week. They put a lot of effort into it and did a actually incredibly successful Kickstarter or GoFundMe or whatever it was. I think it was Kickstarter. Yeah. And so it's out now and it's like getting a ton of awesome press from everybody. Really? Because it's really good. So we'll be playing some of that. For our all-local episode. Dope. Aaron Smith. Uh, so, High on Fire will release their new album on June 23rd on E1 Music. Uh, it was recorded God City Studio with Kurt Ballou, and it's the follow-up to their 2012 release, Der Vermis Mysterious. Um, should be pretty sweet. High on Fire always comes through with the heavy. Yeah. Crush it. So looking forward to that one in June 23rd. So, on the day that we're recording this, it's Record Store Day. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Record store day. And something that was released was Stone Sour covering Metallica's Creeping Death. Stone Sour. I feel like Beavis and Butthead every time I do that. They also did that Metal Church cover. It's true. Is this a record store day thing, or is it a covers record they're going to do? They're doing a full covers record, but I think they released this for record store day. Good choice. As a single. All right, let's skip halfway in. Yeah. I still love that riff, man. Oh, yeah. I, I don't care who's playing it. I want to hear the vocals. Still makes me bang my f***ing head. Thanks, Stone Sour. Really well done. Sounds pretty like I dig it. It sounds just like Metallica though. Yeah. And I don't know if I like that or don't like that. It's very tasteful. All right. They kept it metal. I, I like, like that way more than any Stone Sour songs I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I gotta give them credit for not dumbing it down and saying, "Oh, let's put a Stone Sour part in the song." No. Right. Nope. No Stone Sour parts in the Metallica songs. Uh, Soil's tour bus crashed. Crashed. Okay. That's a bummer. So, just so you know. Uh, so, there was a <laughs> new guitarist and a new drummer announced by, for the band Accept, and uh, they're going to be, let me see, ex-Gravedigger Axeman Uwe Lulis, and the new drummer is Christopher Williams from the band Meat Curtain. <laughs> Great name. Yeah. Uh, the oh. Faceless is coming slowly back together. They're rejoined by their former bass player, Brandon Griffin. So they're going to have a new record coming out. He was the dude who played on Akeldama and Planetary Duality, so those are my two favorite uh, Faceless records, so... Maybe they'll go back to that style again. Nice. Uh, Born of Osiris once again denied entry into Canada. <laughs> These dudes are probably, there's someone on a, with a felony in there. Yeah, thing. or a D, yeah, DUI or like uh, some kind of weird drug charge. Well, either that or Canada just has really good taste in metal. <laughs> Born of Osiris denied into Canada. They Burn. said, we regret to inform you we will not make it to Canada. We will continue to change the outcome of this in the future. Yeah, right. Until then, we are sorry. They couldn't get their guitar probe through customs. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, real talk, though. They Yeah, one of them's a felon, or they did something one time at the border and f***ed it up, and they're blacklisted. Like, they have that sh like, on a database <laughs> of, like, people who have f***ing done weird shit at the border. Every time you go through the border for the rest of your life, dude, they'll know. I'm on the uh, border uh, watch list for <laughs> the next seven that. years, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got caught with, like, a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of, like, dust weed. That's so stupid. Yeah, it was, I literally, like, went through my car, thought of everything, and there was, like, this little pillbox with a tiny bit of bud that was underneath my seat that they found. I was like, 
you really think I'm smoking that? That was like, what the f***? And I was like, it was this guy's. No, no, I just <laughs> No, but uh, no, I did. That's not even my car. I didn't get fined. I didn't get arrested. Nothing happened. But I will be checked every time I go to Canada for the next just seven years. don't go back. F*** them. I like Canada. I'll go. No reason I, to go. I'll just pencil in an extra couple hours for the trip. <clears throat> Testament, uh, Eric Peterson from Testament, who's one of my favorite guitar players, uh, just did an interview and said that he's got about half of a record written nice. for a follow-up of Dark Roots of Earth, but said that there's really no way it's going to be coming out before 2016. So nothing new from from Testament this year. So, But they're, they are working on it, so I look forward to that. Uh, Kirk Hammett admitted that he had lost a phone containing 250 musical ideas for the next Metallica album. 250. Yeah, so that could have been just riffs, you know, just random stuff. Someone's going to go put out a sick record. Someone's going to find a hard, hard drive. In. I really, really hope that it's him just like, Next idea for Metallica riff. Idea number 295. You know, well, you know, it's probably, well, you think about all the shit that you do that you don't ever let anybody hear that goes by the wayside because you didn't like it. You think it was good enough. A lot of that's on there. Probably a lot of riffs on there, too. That comes to light in those riffs are, like, amazing. Yeah, I know. I've heard the last couple of Metallica records, so, yeah, I believe that there's a lot of Riffs on his phone. <laughs> I think I think the world I think, they, the, I think the world may have been saved from Unforgiven Six. <laughs> that was a savage burn. Uh, hey, they earned it. What's the deal with old ass, grown ass motherfucking men having like weird ass public beefs on the fucking internet and via interviews? Why can't they just pick up the phone and call each other and hash it the f out? Obviously, I'm talking about Bill Ward and Ozzy from Black Sabbath. This last, over the last two weeks, they've gone back and forth three times. So, jeez. So, what happened is uh, this last Thursday, Ozzy Osbourne responded to an open letter that Bill Ward posted on Facebook, in which Ward said he wouldn't consider rejoining the band unless Ozzy publicly apologized to him for what he perceived as a series of insults. Ozzy wrote, "Quote." I never wanted to discuss this in a public forum, but Bill's statements left me no option but to respond honestly. He said, Wow, Bill, what the f*** are you on about? I cannot apologize for comments or opinions I may have made about you in the press during Sabbath's thir 13 album and tour. Physically, you knew you were f***ed. Tony, Geezer, and myself didn't think you could have done a two-hour set with a drum solo every night, so we made the decision to move on. With Tony's condition, we felt that the time was not on our side. And he goes on to say... You just recovered from shoulder surgery. The guys had two heart attacks. We can't cancel the tour because Tony's got basically the gist is Tony's got a serious illness, life-threatening illness. We can't sit around and wait for you to die on stage two. Mm -hmm. So that's the argument that he's making. And then, I mean, Bill Ward goes on to write like a three-page essay afterwards. <laughs> so he just goes on to say, yes, I could have done it. This is all just bullshit. It's not going to work. I didn't. I thought that being in a band was blah, blah, blah. We all know the story. So they, they just need to stop. Just stop. Give it up, it guys. Out, get back together and just stop being Stop the public drama. So Slipknot is going to be coming through for Pain in the Grass. They're going to be doing the Summer's Last Stand tour, and they're going to have a bunch of signature Zippo lighters. So if you don't have enough money for a T-shirt, maybe you can buy, you can buy, your buy a lighter. Then you buy Hot Topic. Yep.
and light that. The amount of merchandise sold by Slipknot is f***ing crazy. They have everything from patches to t-shirts to uh, they know shoes. That's, that's well, how they've you never money. made a penny off album sales. Remember that. That's what they said. <laughs> okay, Jim Root. I don't think so. Uh, three people were killed and seven were injured last week uh, at a Doom concert in Santiago, Chile. The British crust Damn. punk band. Uh, the building where the concert was being held collapsed because the capacity was exceeded by more than 50 people. That so, sucks. And yeah. you know how when a band starts, especially a big classic band like that, in a place like that where they don't probably get around there very much, there's always that big surge to get to the front of the stage when the band starts and everybody kind of gets like crushed. But you can't do that on a balcony. No. Because it's not the front of the stage, it's a balcony. Yeah. So three it's further away, it's higher up. Three people died. Damn. They were all uh, they were twenty four, twenty five, and twenty two years old. Voila. Dude, that sucks. Weren't even alive when Doom put out their first record. Well, condolences to all those people and their families, man. That, yeah, I know. that's a huge bummer. So uh that's why we try to have safe venue conditions. Finland is super proud of their Hard rock exports. Yeah, uh, they've got like winning metal Grammys and stuff all over there all the time. Yeah, and the Finnish Postal Service is honoring a few select bands from Finland to display on their stamps. We got the Rasmus, Him, Apocalyptica, Children of Bodom, Hanoi Rocks, and <laughs> Nightwish. No convulse? No convulse. Oh. Sorry, bro. We got a Hanoi Rocks stamp. No amorphous. <clears throat> Not yet. But they did have time for him. So, Travis, we got you here today because we know that you always have something interesting to spout about. And uh, this week for Travis's viral rant, we're curious to pick your brain, my friend. Excellent. Okay. Now, this time, it's been a while since I've been here. I know. Welcome back. Yes. Thank you. Uh, for some reason, yeah. I've just had <laughs> my schedule been f- the last month. But I'm here now, here ready to talk about a couple things. Got a Got two things on my mind here. All right. Uh, well, more than that, but this well, is what I'm going to talk about, of course. I would hope there would be more. And I wanted to, uh, don't worry, I'm not going to go soft on you guys, but I wanted <laughs> to do some, I wanted to talk about some things that were a bit more positive, just because I didn't want, I don't give the impression that my whole thing is just negativity. Even well, you don't want to see the world burn, man? Well, parts of it, yeah, but who doesn't, really? Um, yeah, I've said a lot of savage things, but this time... I'm going to try to say some good things related to our global metal scene. All right. And the first thing I want to talk about is uh, I'm glad you brought up uh, you brought up that guy Godless on the uh, Metal Sucks podcast. For those of you who don't know, every year Metal Sucks apparently has a contest to let somebody run their site. And this this year, the winner was a guy that goes by the handle of Derek slash Godless Angel. I wasn't. Yeah, apparently, he uh, does a lot of stuff in the comments there. I usually ignore the comments on Metal Sucks because yeah, I, I find too. them to be one of the worst comment sites on the whole real internet. Trollish, yeah, yeah, real trollish, getting off topic, and all that stuff. Anyway, this guy won the right to run Metal Sucks for an entire day, and instead of uh, putting up things like links to other website articles or cheap shots at Dave Mustaine or a picture <laughs> of an R&B singer wearing a British steel hoodie, he did interviews with people like uh, Mike Col- Col- 
Ah, <clears throat> sorry, Ma- Max Col- Kolesny of Crisian. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. Don Tardy of Obituary, Jeff Becerra of Possessed, Matt Harvey of Exhumed, Noah Carpenter of Skinless, and he did he did 15 interviews. He posted 15 interviews in one day. I don't know how much time he had to prepare. I'm sure he probably had them all ready to go. Yeah, yeah and and they and they seem like the t- like uh, they do seem like typical. Uh, fanzine type uh, interviews, but they're done really well. And he clearly is familiar with the artists and everything, and he asked some questions. If I hadn't read this, I wouldn't know the Possessed are working on new material, which is good. Which apparently they are. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. And uh, even, like, uh, in addition to asking really serious questions about... uh, about like tours and albums and metal in general. He even kept it fun by asking him stuff like, you know, what's your favorite metal shirt and what uh, what's your favorite breakfast cereal? Of course, after all the serious business was taken care of. Um, he had one piece about how Resident Evil was uh, an extremely metal video game and then asked people to comment. But other than that, he did 18 posts. Two of them were intros and outros. One of them was that video game post. And the rest were just uh, good interviews with metal bands. Nice. Like, kind of like, you know, a real news site. Well, you didn't have to pick through a bunch of... You know, superfluous crap, filler, yeah. like a bunch of filler. Well, it's original content. Yes, and that's the thing. Original content. Right. Original journalistic content. Right. Which is kind of like, I think, lost on a lot. Not And I'm just not just picking on Metal Sucks. I think Inge- Metal Injection and Blabbermouth and a bunch of other sites right. are more are guilty of that as well. I know there's other sites that really focus on... I know NoCleanSinging.com really focuses on the music right. itself, and a lot of other ones do too, but... There's so much crap to filter through just to find uh, real metal news. And this guy did a good job. And I realize that it's really hard to do that sort of thing all the time. I used to do a zine myself. But I feel like Metal Sucks in particular often comes across as a tabloid site or just like a collection of links. And if this one guy could do this, all that, with like just a week or so to prepare... Uh, imagine what the whole staff could do if they really decide. Yeah, let's just buckle down and really focus on the news, not just <laughs> not just try a race to get the most clicks. Right? They 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 know what they're doing though. They're an entertainment site. It just it would just be it's, it's I just entertainment. Found, I just found it a lot more refreshing. Even the comments on his uh, the comment section was a lot more civil and a lot more well written. When he was doing that, Interesting. so I, I've I've never heard of his band, but Derek, if you on the small chance you ever listen to this, good job, dude. Good job, Derek. Good job. Right on. All right, moving on. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about a phenomenon that is relatively new in the metal world. Um, I am talking about the Metal Cruise Show phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Been around for a few years. Been around for a few years. Relatively new. Yeah, there's 70,000 tons. That's probably the most famous one. They got the motorboat. The motorboat. Uh, Motorhead's own they boat, had boat thing. Boat to Hell or Barge to Barge Hell. Barge to Hell. Yeah, yeah that looked that looked cool. Metal Sugar Ray Cruise. had a boat. <laughs> Rockstar, ro- the Rockstar Mayhem concert series tried to do it, but it didn't work out for didn't reasons. Didn't sell I'm enough not gonna, Is that why it didn't work out? I mean, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> you're just you're just saying. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm assuming. Kevin <laughs> said that. Probably not 100 correct. Yeah, probably. Anyway. 
Um, it's a, uh, I personally, I've never really wanted to go on a cruise ship because to me, it seems like being trapped in a mobile hotel that's on the ocean filled with a bunch of dimwits on vacation. So you you can't get away, but spending a week partying with a ton of metal fans that, okay, that could be really cool. That could be really cool, uh, depending on, like, if nothing else goes wrong right. on the cruise ship. Because we all know how cruise ships have a tendency to, you know, have problems where the toilets overflow and it becomes a uh, traveling uh, honey bucket. But <laughs> if that doesn't happen, I could see it being really cool. However, because uh, a lot of, like, Exodus have played there, Behemoth, DRI, Suffocation, Crowbar, a lot of bands I like. But I think we need. I, I I I don't want to just talk about like. I'm not going to say like, oh, this should be the tour for me because I would enjoy it. No, no. I'm thinking about something that would benefit all of metal kind. We need a new special kind. What of do you metal have in mind? Sure. Okay. Here's the here's the deal. First, you book a ton of <laughs> bands. The worst. Of the worst. I, I, stick with me. My story gets better. <clears throat> okay. Yes. All right. I'm not going to list them off because everybody listening here knows what bands no, I will put our own on. List. Yeah, and we've too. all got our own list. I'm sure you listeners have your own list. You book them. As many as can legally fit on a ship before the insurance companies start losing theirs. Cool. Um, next, you uh, before it all happens, you go on board. You drill holes in all the lifeboats. <laughs> You fill I think I see where you're going all with the life preservers with concrete. Then, once it's actually happening, you steer the ship into shark-infested waters, and you secretly dump tons of PCP into the water. So they breathe that PCP in. Wow. And the sharks just get high as f***. And the, just, just the point... Ugh, yeah, uh, Oh, and also dip uh, pig's blood. Sharks love blood. It makes them just really want to kill everything makes around them. Makes them want to give you a kiss. Then you tip off a group of, of uh, modern-day pirates. I don't care which ones. Just tell them. Like Somali pirates. Yes, like, like Somali pirates, for example. Yes. And then you tip them off that, yeah, there's this cruise ship coming through at this time. It's full of rich Americans that are completely unarmed. And then just let them come to their own conclusions. And so then they go in, and so all the people that are willing to pay $300 a ticket all are like, you know, just have this whole, there's no way that they could escape. There is no hope. This would be a salvation for all of metal what would kind. you call the, tr- what, the what would you call the boat the metal salvation cruise <laughs> that's what you do because music salvation music salvation yes you put all of them on the boat and then because we don't have space we don't have the technology to just shoot them all into space yet but until that happens yes we it's secret uh, not we you you someone out there with I lots mean, of not money. Us. Lots of money. So what you need to do, pole. drive that uh, boat into the Bikini Atoll, and we can just test another nuke on it. We could do that, too. Yeah, that could just work. Boom. Yes. Foolproof. Yes. You imagine what a huge piece of philanthropy this would be, not just to the metaldom, but to good music and good taste everywhere. I like your style, Travis. The only problem with it is that the captain must go down with the ship, so we would need to <laughs> sacrifice... One person, find a for all we know, does not deserve to die. But I know that 
He'll go down for the metal gods. If he, yes, we would hallow his name for a sacrifice if he would just rid us of, I'm not going to say exactly which bands because you already know. Because All know. the bands that you commented on about the worst albums of 2014. And more. Well, actually, no, I don't really think. No, yeah. Creedle back yeah. featuring Amir lead singer Frankie Palmieri. <laughs> Hooray! And, and you know, oh, oh, one more thing I forgot. We should put cameras on the boat. That, oh like, yeah, that, GoPros, uh, wireless. Yeah, wirelessly feed to a live internet feed, and uh, so that way you could watch Frankie like sharks of, on PCP. Yeah, you could watch Frankie try to swim to safety in a cement-filled life preserver. Yeah, good luck with that. All right, Travis. Thanks again, man. Good to see you for another viral rant. Yes. Thank you. We'll see you again next month. Travis, I don't know why we just made some big, long goodbye to you, because you're still in the fucking room. Yeah, what was up with that? You're like, all right, well, goodbye. Travis, was, you're I, was I just supposed to get up and leave? You're never yeah, going to leave, Yeah, that's you? your cue to exit, dude. Oh, well, okay. I'm just kidding. Come back, man. I'm just okay. kidding. Okay. We need Come you. Down. Okay, but only because you asked so nicely. Okay. Uh, we need a another appearance from Tony Triumph. At some point. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen him walking around downtown Seattle? <laughs> yeah, man. He's been like trying to hide lately. It's like every time I try and like, I saw him in the street the other day and I was like, hey, Tony, what up? And he's like, oh, shit, that guy from Metal Shop, I got to get the f*** out of here. He's just walking with his head down, texting all the time. So yeah. like, oh, I hope he doesn't find me. If Tony me Triumph shows up, I'm f***ing out of here. <laughs> that guy sucks. What's that, uh, that old flip phone that you used to have that would be like, whoosh, and you'd flip it up. Blackberry? No, no, no. Before that. Razor. No. It was like a... Sidekick. Sidekick. Yeah. He was on a fucking sidekick. <laughs> it, was, it was like it was 2006 all over again. Yeah. Get himself an end game like, so Damn, Tony, side talking. You fall on hard times, you're back on the sidekick game, huh? Yeah. Dude. Your label sucks. <laughs> you get your pin code. His label, label is like the fucking sidekick of metalcore. <laughs> They'll sign anything. <laughs> They, all their merch is stupid. Yo, you don't like sidekicks? What are you, some kind of fucking, uh, you know. <laughs> Throwback? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. All right, all Anyway, right. maybe we'll see Tony one of these days. We'll have to just hog time and bring his ass up here. Be like, where you been, Tony? I ran out of uh, booty shorts and beanie babies. Yeah, start start playing like his uh, some of his crabby bands like Motionless and Black or whatever. Yeah. And, uh Sure, he'll uh, he'll show he, up. He'll do an interview. Put up the bat signal. He does the interviews for a lot of the bands on his label. People don't realize that. That oh, uh, I can't wait now. Some kid from a fanzine or a blog will be contacting him, thinking they're talking to a band right. that they like. Travis, for the next month or however long it takes until we see you next, I I charge you with this task: find Tony Triumph, bring his ass back into the Metal Shop Backstage Pass podcast. Find him. Ah, and so we can beat. Get out of him with a roll of quarters in a sock. So I'm supposed. So you want me to hunt him down? Yeah. Like a predator. Like Phoenix Jones. I kind of like the predator uh, <laughs> metaphor more. But yes, consider it done. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Sweet. Oh, hey, one more question. Did you ever start that pirate metal band? I've actually. Well, no. I never said I would start a pirate metal band. I said I'd write a pirate metal song. Okay. And I'm working on it. Okay. Nice. I didn't forget my. I didn't think you would ask much. I know you can find you can create a good pirate song. I still want to. There can be one. I'll, I'll f- play on it. Okay, I'm holding you to that. I'll get a uke. A ding, huh? ding 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 ding. Wait, that's not a f- pirate. No, song. no, no. All right. 
Anyway, uh, thanks again for listening to Metal Shop's uh, Backstage Pass number 51. So see you again next week <coughs> for episode number 52. This is Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Goodbye. Goodbye, Tim. Bye, Chris. Bye, Mom. Bye, Travis. Goodbye. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.